a radio telegraphic signal. It began as an internationally recognized call for help by ships at sea. SOS, a sign of distress. And now on a Caribbean island, the slogan, SOS Cuba. The government of Cuba has tried to take the nation dark, cut off the internet from the outside world, mobile data communication severed to send out pictures, videos, and words describing the state of the largest Caribbean island torn by the COVID pandemic, food already in short supply. The government officially blaming the outside for inside problems, especially the United States. Demonstrators, especially in Florida, calling for Cubans to be free, just like they are free. People who protest, whisked away by police over more than the past week. Their status unknown. Meantime, the numbers of COVID still rising with no medicine. What can we do to help? One word is the answer, and that word is pray. Welcome to Haven Today, and on this Monday, a new program series called Cuba in Crisis. If you listen to this program often, you know we have a sister program launched three years ago in Spanish. We broadcast on the only Christian radio station that covers the entire country. The protests and the counter-protests continue. As we opened, I called on Christians to pray. I want you to hear how we opened our Spanish program last Friday, something we've never done, an entire program that became a meeting of prayer for the entire nation of Cuba. Dios nuestro, eres el único consuelo y la única seguridad en todo tiempo. Has sido nuestro refugio de generación en generación y hoy lo eres. Our God, you are the only comfort and the only security at all times. You have been our refuge from generation to generation, and today you are our refuge. In the midst of health, political, and economic uncertainty, in the midst of disorder, in the midst of our thirst for justice and peace, you are our eternal hope and the one who makes us blessed. You are our fortress forever. We turn to you. We take refuge in you, knowing that you are in control of our present as sheep of your fold and of our present and future as Cubans. To you and you alone are hopes. To you and you alone are eternal security. To you and to you alone, Jesus, all glory. In your name. Amen. This is Haven Today and a prayer prayed by a pastor on our program, Helfado de Redención, a prayer that was prayed during the trouble that's been going on in the last few days. On with me is uh, Dan Warren. He's the Spanish speaker as well as our Spanish director for El Fado de Redención. Dan, thanks for taking a moment to join us here on this special series of programs this week. Thank you so much, Charles. It's great to be here with you again. Well, we're not in Cuba. We haven't been able to go to Cuba. You haven't been for a year and a half, mm-hmm. and COVID put a stop to in-country ministry. But... Um, these are serious times, aren't they? It really is. That's been going on mm-hmm. uh, just a little more than a week. Yeah, this week has unfolded, and and you know it's it's been difficult to keep tabs on everything that's happening. But there is so much political tension with the protests from last weekend, and it, it is just a it's a more intense time in Cuba right now politically, emotionally, a lot of fear more than I've seen in our time ministering there. 
Mm. And of course, it is a communist government. Most of our listeners know that. The government responded sometimes in ways that you'd expect from a government like Cuba to respond. Uh, What about the church? What's happening with pastors? Uh, Has anybody in the Christian world in Cuba been impacted uh, by the protests and by the government crackdown? Well, I'd say everyone has been affected in a way. Um, One thing that people may remember is the the protests in the 90s that were largely uh, centered in Havana, uh, the rafter crisis, as it's known. And uh, today, um, Mm -hmm. it's a different scenario. The protests unfolded across the island, all the major cities, a lot of smaller cities. Uh, If you look at a map, the protests just dot the island. You know, there's a couple of factors there, I think. I think that people are more connected to the Internet than ever before, and, and we'll talk about how that's been difficult this week. But uh, people are able to communicate uh, in real time quicker, and it really resulted in, uh, you know, a large turnout um, that was more than just confined to one city. Uh, what, what I do know, nobody that I work with um, personally has been you know, detained, but there are pastors who have been detained. Some of them, uh, as as I hear it, um, were observing peaceful protests and were detained and not given access to a phone call or to their families. Some of them are being held in places where their families don't even know where they are. Uh, you know, and that's that's just in the Christian community, but just in the larger community, a lot of people have um, have what, what, as they say in Cuba, they've disappeared. And that may be because they're out of contact or they may be being held by the government. But it's just a time right now with a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty. Those are the two thing, themes of the day, uh, fear and uncertainty right now in Cuba. Hmm. And of course, this uh, perhaps has become more pronounced and was launched uh, for a couple of reasons. You want to remind us again, those two reasons why the protests broke out over a week ago? Right. I think that um, while this may be the only side of the story that we're hearing in some places, I think it is a a big part of the story. And it's the pandemic. And I I know there's a lot of opinion about that, but the pandemic shut down Cuba's borders uh, for months on end, creating an economic crisis that just worsened the already fragile economy. It's resulted in a hunger crisis and a health crisis. Uh, People are literally searching for food and unable to have access to medication and healthcare like we know it in more prosperous countries like ours. It is um, maybe not the only thing. It's definitely not the only thing behind the protests, but I think it's certainly the spark that ignited the tensions that we're seeing right now. Hmm. And we should tell our listeners, uh, some somebody uh, wrote in last week and said, why aren't you talking more strongly against the Cuban government? Well, We've got team members there in Havana, and uh, you don't always talk about certain things when you're in Cuba. And there are listening ears to uh, our program in English, even in in Florida, that are getting back to the Cuban government. So I guess, Dan, we're just being careful. And yet what we're all about is the gospel, the main thing. That's what we're broadcasting. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And I just want that to be very clear to anyone listening. You know, it's, it's not sidestepping the issues uh, when we say we're all about Jesus. Uh, you know, right now, what Cuba most needs is the gospel. They don't need um, from a ministry like ours that has a, me- a life-saving message to share that actually transforms hearts and by transforming hearts, transforms a nation. 
we don't want to, on the one hand, we don't want to to get away from that message by getting so involved in politics. And on the other hand, uh, we want to be very sensitive to uh, those that we're serving, uh, not, to, not to put them in any kind of jeopardy. My theme on radio and my theme on social media this week has been, you know, I'm not... As a, as, as a pastor, as a preacher of the good news, I'm not, you know, preaching the message of a political platform or of this or that movement, whether that's a current movement or something to come. I'm preaching the message of, of Jesus, of King Jesus who came and who will come with grace and justice. And I'm telling everyone, now is a good day to seek him. Hmm. And uh, you've been noticing an uptick in people listening to uh our radio program that you host and where you preach uh, every night that covers all of Cuba. I know the government, you said, has tried to shut down the Internet, but radio is still going in, isn't it? It is, and it's become so important right now. Uh, There is no place for, you know, I like to go online and read Christian blogs or maybe listen to my favorite pastor on the Internet. You know, that's just not the reality uh, in Cuba. Especially now, in the wake of the protests, uh, Cuba has largely shut off the internet. I'm still in contact with people, um, but not every messaging app, for example, is working at the same time for everyone. People are having to find creative ways to um, to communicate, uh, and it's certainly uh, become really difficult uh, to do anything online. But radio has been untouched, and so we've seen people uh, when they when they're able to sneak out a message, write us and thank us for sharing the gospel, you know, and and we're doing some things to respond even to the current crisis, uh, responding with the gospel on El Fado. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dan Warren, our Spanish director for El Fado de Redención. Coming up shortly, the president of Transworld Radio. It's their radio station that is getting us in to Cuba, covering the entire country every day with El Fado. Dan, come back and join me tomorrow, won't you? I will, Charles. Thank you so much. Now, as we start this new week together, I want to invite you to become a missionary with us to Cuba. Partner with us to share Christ in the country with the greatest revival underway in the Western Hemisphere. But a country that has also been locked down with outside messages getting in, except for El Faro de Redención, Haven's program in Spanish. Spanish language original content, we'd like to ask for your financial support this week to keep carrying the gospel going in in these troubled times. Would you call us after the program and make your gift? Our number to call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can make your gift on our website, haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Haven Today in a program called Cuba in Crisis. And now let's go to a longtime friend of mine, the president of Transworld Radio. They have the largest radio signal in the entire Caribbean, in fact, the Western Hemisphere, coming off the island of Bonaire that sends El Fado into Cuba every day. Lauren Libby, welcome to Haven Today. Well, Charles, it's a delight to be able to be with you and take a few moments and talk about uh, what's going on in Cuba. A lot of news is being generated down there these days. Let's just talk about why is radio significant on the only station that covers all of Cuba? Well, Charles, the reason it's important is the first thing they pull the plug on, uh, if there's anything going on in the country, is the Internet. So the Internet went down, social media went down, 
And uh, radio becomes very relevant because it's a, a way to communicate to people. And when you're in a serious situation, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a quieting type of a uh, of an influence. And that's why we're there. We're there to mm-hmm. encourage people. We're there to uh, give hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Haven and with TWR, what we're doing is we're basically telling people, look, uh, Jesus is still here. And uh, he controls the situation, and no matter what, uh, you're uh, you know if you know Jesus, then you're a part of uh, of his movement. Mm. Yes, certainly so. Well, let's give people a few little tidbits of information about this radio station. Low on the dial, AM, half a million watts. Lauren, explain that to me. But it sounds like a lot. Well, it is, but. To put it in perspective, it is the largest AM radio station in the Western Hemisphere. And uh, if I were to put it in perspective with the United States, if that radio station was sitting in Kansas City, you could listen to it at night all the way from New York to Seattle. Mm. And Mm. so that is what uh, uh, that radio station has the capabilities. And you can hear it in the southern part of the United States at night. And one of our target areas is Cuba. And that's one of the reasons we went to a half million watts was because we wanted to be able to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to the whole island of Cuba. And so it covers literally from tip to tip of Cuba. And um, to give you another perspective, it goes all the way to Manaus, Brazil. Mm. So um, uh, it's a big voice for Jesus. And uh, during a time like this, it's a very important asset to have spiritually. Well, it's our blessing. And the interesting thing is, even before the recent trouble started a week or so ago uh, and the demonstrations and the protests, uh, we were getting more and more people letting us know they're hearing the program. Even though we can't go in, we haven't been able to do ministry in the country for a year and a half. Radio is the foreign aid that gets in, but it's it's not foreign. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, Lauren, um, we're having people pray on this very program that you're on from Cuba, uh, in Spanish, pastors, others, uh, but I think it doesn't hurt to pray again. Would you lead us uh, in prayer uh, for the gospel to just keep going forth and to bear fruit in Cuba, even in this turbulent time right now? I certainly will. Lord Jesus, we thank you very much for this tool that you've given to be able to encourage people all across the island of Cuba. And not only to encourage people, but to uh, give them a perspective. And so tonight, would you do that? As we're speaking to people, as Haven is speaking to people uh, across Cuba, would you bring hope and encouragement? Would you bring the ability to see beyond just the current situation? And Lord, would you give courage to people as they're listening tonight? Jesus, would you touch every heart on that island? And we thank you for the privilege and the ability to do it. And we thank you in your name. Amen. Mm. Lauren Libby, president of Transworld Radio. And uh, just in case somebody stumbled on our program, they need to know they are listening to the English program, what we're broadcasting every day into Cuba, all across the island. Good news. It is in Spanish as well. Right, Lauren? (laughs) See, it certainly is. (laughs) Thank you so much, brother, for joining us here on Haven Today. Oh, you bet. That's a wrap. This is Haven Today in a program called Cuba in Crisis. There are times in this life when you and I realize just how fragile things can get. We see and hear what's happening in Cuba, 
and we realize what the people are going through, including brothers and sisters in Christ. The issues that they're protesting over are issues that we tend to take for granted in more prosperous countries. Most of what Dan Warren mentioned goes beyond the comforts of life. These are necessities. Food and medicine are resources that many North Americans have in abundance. But in Cuba, it's a far different situation. They're suffering in ways that you and I probably will never have to experience. It is impossible to avoid suffering on this fallen, sinful planet. Our Savior suffered, and the Bible tells us that we will also suffer as his followers. Where can we turn to when things in the world are going so badly? What hope do you and I have in the middle of a fallen earth full of suffering? Well, let's go to God's own word, just like we're doing on El Faro de Redención, to find answers to these questions. Psalm 46 is a favorite of mine. It's a psalm that we're using on our program into Cuba. It's a go-to passage. This psalm was written by the sons of Korah, who were Levites with musical responsibilities in the temple in Jerusalem. They began Psalm 46 with these words, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There are many themes in the Psalms, but you and I would be hard-pressed to find one more common than the theme of the Lord as a refuge for his people. Whether you're in Cuba or the United States or Canada, God is your refuge. No matter the situation you and I face in this life, we have salvation and we find security in Jesus Christ. This doesn't mean that there won't be any chaos or suffering in this life. You and I know that very well, don't we? As we heard when we went through First Peter several weeks ago, the Christian life is the life of an exile. At times, our lives are chaotic. But there is no chaos where Christ is reigning. I don't know where you are at this stage in your life. Maybe things are going well for you right now, or maybe they're not. If you're like me, and I suspect you are, then your life is full of ups and downs, highs and lows. But no matter where you and I are, at a high or a low, we can remember who our Lord is. And that's what the sons of Korah did, starting in verse 8 of Psalm 46. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. This is the only comfort that you and I can be absolutely certain of. Why is it good news for us that God is exalted among the nations? Because of what the sons of Korah said next. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Who better to protect and watch over us than the one who holds all things in his hands. As Christians, you and I can know something for sure. The one who is all-powerful loves us as his children. How do we know this? How can we be certain? Because Jesus came to die for sinners like you and me. Even in suffering, even through tears, this is our comfort. This is our hope. In success or in failure, riches or poverty, health or sickness, Highs or lows, the God of Jacob is our fortress. 
and as one pastor friend of mine puts it, one day, everything that's sad will come untrue. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In a time of trouble, in a time for Lord, there is a hiding place where hope is born. In a time of danger, when our faith is proved, there is hiding place where we are loved. There is a hiding place, a strong protective space where Haven Quartet and the Hiding Place, and another song added to it, You Are My Hiding Place, on a program called Cuba in Crisis. Well, thanks to have Dan Warren with me on the program earlier, and we also heard from Lauren Libby, the president of Transworld Radio. I asked Lauren to explain the importance of supporting El Faro right now, and why reaching the Cuban people is all the more important right now. Well, let me paint a picture for you tonight. A family sitting by a radio somewhere in Cuba, and it's a little scratchy, but the, but the audio's there, and they're listening. And they're listening to Haven, and they're listening to what Jesus can do and how Jesus can encourage them. You know, it costs about $100,000 a year, and I want to say this. It costs $100,000 a year for Haven to be able to be on the station, and that's, that's basically to pay for uh, power and to be able to be there uh, in a year's time. And that wouldn't happen without 
a number of you who faithfully have given over the years. But you know what? Maybe you're listening, and this is your first time, and you think, I'd really like to be a part of that team. And then you say, well, how much would be appropriate? Well, some of you could probably give 500 Somebody could probably give $5,000. I have no idea. Someone may be listening right now that could underwrite the entire $100,000. You know what? You're going to touch 12 million people every night with the good news of Jesus Christ on Haven as you invest in that ministry. And wouldn't it be interesting, someday when the Lord parts the curtains and we're able to meet people who've listened to Haven, who've been encouraged, who've met Jesus because of your ability to give, and they come up to you and they say, thank you. Just think about that. And uh, let me encourage you to uh, give to this ministry. It has integrity, it has reach, and it really is very important at this particular time on the island of Cuba. Well, borders may be closed to getting into Cuba, but hearts are still open to Jesus. And as you just heard, we're on a 500,000-watt radio station that blankets the entire country with good news in Jesus, coming from El Faro every day. Sound, solid Bible teaching, testimonies from inside the country, prayers right now, and even Christian music targeted for the Caribbean island. Would you become a missionary with us? Would you call us right now and make a gift to help us keep sharing Jesus? into Cuba in troubled times. The number you can call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can also make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Receive the blessing of the Lord by becoming a missionary to Cuba through El Fado, the lighthouse for Cuba. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. 21 Egyptian Christians who would rather die than deny Christ. A Muslim man converted after an encounter with a Christian a brother in China going to prison for the sake of the gospel. Each of these stories rekindles our fire for God's mission, inspiring us to pray for the persecuted church and share the gospel with others. The Holy Spirit works this way. You'd think Paul's imprisonment in Rome would slow the spread. Instead, God gave him the chance to share his faith with his guards in Caesar's household. Outside that prison, Christians were emboldened by Paul's faith, telling others the good news of Jesus. Be encouraged by Paul's words. May our hearts be ignited to share good news. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.